Greetings, it's Dave Zorko with Saturday Omaha, your connection to food, friendship, and the restaurant industry people that make it happen in Omaha and elsewhere. Tucked away at 5060 South 107th Street in Omaha is Chima's African Cuisine. And tucked within are very accessible and delicious flavors to delight the senses. It's been a bit since I've walked through these doors, though I have been to Chima's food truck that you may have seen around town. Since my last visit, there have been wonderful updates to the interior of the restaurant, but the flavors are still delivered to the table from a knowledgeable hand. Let's talk chicken, let's talk foo-foo, and let's talk tasty. So, hang on to your fork, stay right where you are, and Saturday Omaha will be right back. Keep listening if you're hungry. You seem hungry. Good thing your table is ready with Saturday Omaha. Saturday Omaha. Eat this. All right, it is time for another episode of Saturday Omaha, and you have your hosts here, Dave Zorko, and I also have Danelle Taylor here, otherwise known yeah. as the Omaha Fatty. Danelle, yes, how sir. are you, sir? Man, you know how it is. I am as well as can be. This is this is a good thing. I am glad that you are well. I am glad that we are here to talk about some food. And I will I will set the stage a little bit on this episode in that many many years ago cuz we've been doing this show for like 4 years now. There are some restaurants that have changed, that have moved that we just uh, haven't eaten at for a long time. Uh, thankfully, Omaha has a very vibrant and wonderful and uh, dynamic restaurant community and food community. There are restaurants that close. We, we hate to see that. There's definitely been some uh, old favorites and things that have, have closed and some that are being given new life, like Los Solo Mio uh, has closed and is coming back as The Mio. And then there's going to be, Mio. I think it's a... Yeah, and then I think there's going to be a Cuban restaurant that's going like right across the street from it. So, like you're getting a little restaurant corridor there. So those are exciting things. But we're I, I wanted to get some restaurants in the rotation that maybe we haven't been to in a while to see what's going on these days. There's going to be places that Danelle and I have not got to conversate about together. Yes, uh, or maybe some places that uh, the radio listeners haven't heard about and maybe some of the longtime podcast listeners have and, and that's okay but it's great to revisit some places and, and see how they're doing and that's what we are doing today and this is an epi- uh, a restaurant that we have not talked about on the radio show yet and that is Chima's African Cuisine. Yes sir. Yes and, and they are located at 5060 South 107th Street, Omaha, Nebraska, and a good uh, 108th Street-ish zip code of 68127. This restaurant is not on a main path. You got to look for this place. Yes, sir. (laughs) Um, I, I will say that, you know, a lot of the listeners out there, if you haven't been to the restaurant, you may be familiar with her food truck. Her food truck tends to make appearances. I've seen it at like the Exarbon yes. uh, Farmer's Market and, and that type of thing too. Um, and so, so I have eaten there. But the, the restaurant is really tucked away um, back there on 107th Street. There's not really any other restaurants 
next to it. Um, the Omaha South High Alumni Association is right there. I, I think there's some other places. However, I will say uh, Chimus has done a great job. They have put some uh, larger like flag advertisements. So when you're driving past, I think it says something along the lines of come take a vacation or a tour to Africa. Um, nice and, and colorful and inviting. So very, very cool. Um, and before we get into the interior here, Danelle, well, well, you... well, well, hold on, Dave. Be- before we go there, yes, sir. Let's also just mention and kind of give like a little, a little shout out here as well, a little point of acknowledgement at least. Um, if, if you're not sure, even saying, "Man, like I know where 107th is, but I don't know exactly what Dave is talking about," think the Blend Food Hall that is now there and on that corner uh, mm. off of Q Street. So, yeah. You take that same road and you just go past it, uh, past the blend. You keep going north, and then it's the next little plaza. Yeah, yeah, little, little strip. Little, yeah, exactly. You know, I like your approach much better. Is to, is to turn by blend. It, it used to be well, like an Amigos, and now it's the blend drive through food hall, all local business, which is really cool there. Um, and John John Stancy, the the owner of Wonton John's, kind of set up that place. But I like that as a landmark. Because I usually come at it from 108th and L, and it's way more confusing that way than if you turn it off a Q Street. So I like your approach better. That that's a real good call, man. I, that's well well played, sir. <laughs> now, so you know, I I have eaten there. I've eaten at the food truck uh, for for this time around. I I went twice to to get a sampling of additional foods. Uh, Danelle, uh, you have eaten here. I'm assuming. More than twice, because I believe the, uh, the the Omaha Fatty family, uh, the Danelle Taylor family, is indeed a fan of Chimes yeah. Cuisine. Yeah, we, we go there probably, we try to get there at least like once a year, maybe twice. Uh, okay. My wife gets a hankering for some uh, fufu and peanuts, oh, yeah. too. So yeah. that's usually when we go. And, um, you know, I've actually never been at the truck. We've always gone there and uh, okay. picked up or dined in. I've done a couple of foodie nights there uh, with the Facebook group, and I also interviewed Chima some years back. Had to be, you know, five, six years ago. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. So, and that, that's when I was doing like Facebook live interviews. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's awesome. And, and, uh, I, I believe if I recall the, the, the menu says that they specialize in West African cuisine, if I am not mistaken. Um, I, I think it's so cool that if you, if you look in Omaha, you can find some different African cuisine. We have a couple of Ethiopian spots. Lalabella is is a favorite of mine. My my gosh, man, I love that food so much. Which I still have to get there. Or uh, <gasps> the galley is going to beat me. When I went to the galley that one time, she said, you haven't been to Lalabella. What oh, is wrong with you? We we might just have to do that just, just out of wonderfulness. Um, so, you know, a uh, couple Ethiopian spots. I believe okra focuses on that the main is is Togolese, so so uh, cuisine from Togo, in addition to uh, other uh, African cuisine there too. But I, I think that's her yeah. her focus at okra and uh, West African cuisine at, at Chima. So super cool. Okay, now I I do need to get to the interior just to let people know what the inside is all about, and I was instantly surprised walking in for my first meal this go round and pleasantly so and this 
doubles down on the reason why revisiting some of these places that maybe uh, we haven't been to in a while is a good thing because they completely remodeled the interior from the way I remember it. When I had walked in the first time, it, it felt a little more narrow yep. and, uh, you know, just a, a couple four top, couple six top, whatever tables. And now it's bordering on fine dining in that there are some tables with white linen tablecloths. Yes, there are some, yes. Right, yeah, there, there are some that don't have that. Um, there, you know, there is some African art or, or you know, at, at least uh, that invokes feelings of Africa on the walls. That's really cool. Um, there's one spot, it looks like they're sliding doors to maybe a banquet room or something like that, that has the entire continent of Africa on it, which is super cool. I, d- I didn't see that part, but I know I know the room that you're talking about. Maybe they do like a private dining experience or something like that. I know yeah. I've seen her post, as we were talking about before we started recording, um, I saw her post on TikTok and whatnot. Yeah. And I'm thinking like, man, that's really nice. So I don't know if it's that room or if it's her house. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's really nice, though. And yeah, that was the first thing we noticed when we walked in was all the white linen linen cloths on the tables and then yeah. uh them knocking down must have been the neighboring wall and yeah. taking over that space as well yeah i i just i think it's a it's an excellent move uh it feels very inviting and it's very open which is kind of cool too it's a you know definitely an open concept and i i just i just like the the move here because the the former restaurant layout was was fine nothing wrong with it um definitely felt more lunch spot to me with the interior where now i mean you could certainly have lunch that's what i did twice but if you want to go out like date night dinner style it's got a little more elegance a little bit more panache uh added there to the interior so very cool very cool it does it does dave here dropping into the episode in case you just joined us to tell you that we are talking all about chima's african cuisine at 5060 south 107th street in omaha there's more flavor to be had so let's get back to the show well, and and with that, then we should probably talk about some some food because that's why people are are listening here. But we like to set the stage too because you are eating with us, and we want to take you along on this experience. So, um, first of all, I, I'm just going to throw this out there. One thing is, is if you've never had food from any of the countries in Africa, and you you probably have because it's going to have influenced other cuisines that you may have had. But if you're looking for a Togolese or Ethiopian or, or doesn't matter what it is, go out and get some. We'll, we'll talk about this in a little bit of the wrap up, but some of the flavors and things that we're going to talk about are going to start sounding very familiar to things that you may already be familiar with. So while it is an adventure and there's some twists, you're going to find something to grab onto. So yes. let us start with things that include beverages and appetizers and Danelle, when I had gone prior and when I went for this first time, I had to get a Chima signature, which is their pineapple drink. Right. I love this stuff. Um, it's delicious. It's sweet, but not overly so. Um, you can get it by the glass, and I think you can probably still get it by the bottle. I hope you can. Yes, yes. Yep. Oh, good. All right. This sounds good. Uh, so just 
something nice to have. I, I don't usually get soda with a meal. I usually go for water, but this is something that is, is a beverage of theirs. It is non-alcoholic. Um, I, they have booze there, so maybe, maybe they could make it, uh, spike it for you if you wanted to. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't notice that when I was there. So good tip. Yeah, yeah, but uh, but in this case, the the drink itself, non-alcoholic, anybody's going to enjoy this. Good pineapple, citrus flavor, not overly sweet, but definitely enjoyable and and very very good. Um, Danelle, did you did you get any of the pineapple drink on this go? Not this go go round. We we all drink water. So right on, right on. All right, and then you also got an an appetizer platter of sorts. I do believe is this correct. We got the uh, kebabs, ah. the beef kebabs. So as Dave was saying, the food itself is not necessarily different than what you probably had in the past, but the spices and the way that they cook it is a little different. Um, these kebabs, they're prepared in peanut oil. And mm-hmm. oh my gosh, you know, we, we like to talk about spice, Dave. Yes. So these aren't like burn your mouth, like call the fire department hot, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they definitely do that peanut oil. Has quite the kick to it. I think I get the kebabs every time that I go <laughs> to oh, China. Man. So throwback uh, to to a Sam term. He calls it his yes and. So you need this and something else. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Because we always share them. I mean, I think you get five different kebabs. Nice. Uh, so, you know, I'll have one or two in the white. Well, it was just my wife and my youngest daughter and I. So, um I think I might have had two and my wife had one and my daughter had one and I saved one for my other daughter because we got food to to bring home to her. I think she was working or something that night. Uh, but yeah, those kebabs, man, I I can honestly say I haven't had anything like these kebabs before. And it's okay. just there's no like veggies on there or anything. There's just the the pieces of meat on them. Yeah. Uh, and I. The seasoning is just, ah, it's the chef's kiss, man. Like, I love them. Nice. If you had to, just just to give uh, those out there that uh, maybe are familiar with, say, like a Thai food type scale, if you had to just give it a rough guess on spice level so people knew knew what to expect, what, what might you throw out there on that? Well, are we going to scale it 1 to 10? Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we That's talked about important- this. We did. We did. That's an important pro tip at, at a Thai food restaurant or anywhere else. Ask if it's on zero to five or <laughs> one to five or one to ten. Let, let's go one to ten to give us some more uh, gradations of, uh, of spiciness. Okay. So I, I'm thinking for me, um, and we just had Thai food this past weekend, yeah. and my wife got a five, and it was like, eh, I would say maybe there it was a five. It, it was okay. a five. Okay, so mid range. All right, that that's that's yeah. a good that's a good move because if you know if somebody out there is like, yeah, I like a little heat, but uh, a, a five starts to crank the knob just a little bit. Yeah. There, Ma- yeah. makes you feel like you're alive, and then a little bit some. Yeah, still enjoyable. I like it. So you you can you can taste it and enjoy the spice. And um, yeah, according to the menu here, it is a, a straight beef kebab and their their peanut blend. So that must be that sauce or seasoning or, or exterior yeah. there. So um, and a pretty pretty hearty uh, appetizer. You said you're thinking you got around like six or so somewhere in there. I think there's five. Five. Okay, that, yeah, that's yeah. a good amount. That's a nice amount for an appetizer. It's kind of nice if you got a table for four and you got that that one extra one, and then you know you can yeah. decide decide who gets that one. So, well, if you're dining out with me, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> that's a given. That's a given. I like it. 
Well, cool deal. Well, I uh, I, I did not get an appetizer on my, my first uh, meal here in this series because I, I did go twice to get a good cross-section. Uh, I, I did go at lunchtime, and much like I think everybody else everywhere, they're, they're a little shorthanded. So I, I will tell you my experience um, around, and importantly, they're making your food fresh, so... Give them some time. If you're looking for for fast food, fast casual, this is not it. You've you've got Chima, you've got a chef in the back working on your food. So I would advise you to to give yourself a little bit of a little bit of wiggle room. I you know bring somebody with you where you can have some conversation is is not a bad idea. And then get get that appetizer as a pineapple drink. Yes. I hope you've been enjoying our show as Danelle and I are talking about Chima's African Cuisine, located at 5060 South 107th Street in Omaha. Chima's focuses on West African flavors and brings those flavors to your table. Saturday Omaha will be bringing more to you, but we need to head to a break, so hang on to your fork, stay right where you are, and Saturday Omaha will be right back. Stay hungry. Welcome back to Saturday Omaha. Dave Zorgo here. Danelle and I today are talking about Chima's African Cuisine, located at 5060 South 107th Street in Omaha. We got chicken, we got fufu, and I got full of delicious eats. So let's get to the show here on Saturday Omaha. I will apologize in advance for any mispronunciations of anything that I'm about to go through here. I have a, a good feeling that if you were to be a decent French speaker, you might have better luck with some of these than I'm about to, but I'll, I'll do my best. So I had the riz à gras poulet. I'm going to go for that, and I'm going to stick with it. <laughs> um, the description on this menu item is jasmine rice cooked in tomato sauce, sautéed cabbage mix, fried drumsticks, and in-house hot sauce. Now, that's quite the description. And then they break it down for you on the menu so you know what you're getting. So jollof rice, one of those things that I truly enjoy. A tomato rice. Um, I, I love the jollof rice at okra. It's, it's a must. Um, and so let's talk about that for a second. If you like a Mexican rice, Spanish rice style, uh, you know, that kind of tomato mixed in. This definitely harkens to that, um, except a different flavor profile, different spice profile, but that same type of savory rice enjoyment uh, that you would get from a Spanish rice, you can get from a jollof rice. The, the rice here, so a jasmine rice, the grains are not separate so if you're familiar with like a like an indian biryani uh where you know you might have a bunch of like a it's like a pile of individual rice grains these rice grains are attached a little more starchy uh together mm -hmm. and in my notes which is where i keep my notes <laughs> i have written tomato laden and delicious and and that is that is really the heart of of this rice the cabbage that comes with it, so a sautéed cabbage mix, and uh, well-seasoned, uh, just, it, it's perfectly cooked, nice salt level such that uh, it has good flavor. I don't, yeah, no, I didn't pick up a salt or pepper shaker on anything, so no, everything is no, taken no. care of real well. So, you know, chef knows what she's doing in the back and making this happen. So I've got some delicious tomato rice. I've got the sautéed cabbage, 
And of course, the poulet part of this whole thing is fried chicken. And yeah. the fried chicken is in the form of two chicken legs. So I got one for each hand. Okay, so I, I didn't I, I didn't grab one in each hand, but you could, <laughs> you could. And they are perfectly fried. The crisp on the skin on these chicken legs was absolutely perfect. And they came out just nuclear hot, just insane. And I don't, I'm not talking spice here at all. They're very mild, just salt and pepper. And maybe she's throwing just a little bit of extra on there because they were not heavily seasoned. This was more of chicken for its pure essence of fried chicken. And yes. I so, so appreciate when my fried chicken is perfectly crisp so that, you know, the skin actually has some good crisp to it. So it's not mushy or anything like that. Um, this is fried chicken at its core. And so I think this meal, um, if somebody is, you know, coming in for the first time and this is something that if you are uh, unsure of what is happening, well, I guess, first of all, I might tell you to take a risk and go with something that you have no idea what's going on. But if you have somebody that's that's a little timid in their ordering, yeah, th this is like the most insanely, uh, you know, dish that you're going to be like, I I've got some rice, some tomato rice, some cabbage, and some fried chicken. Bam, there it is. And, and everything excellently prepared. Uh, this meal runs about uh, 15 bucks. And, oh, I almost left out, and it would be bad if I did so. The thing that turns up the dial on interest on this a little bit are the two little ramekins of sauce that she puts. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yes. There's kind of a more mild sauce and kind of a hotter sauce. And this is where if you want to inject a little more heat and just a deep, deep flavor, take your pick on those sauces. Test gingerly because uh, one is hot, one is not. And you can add a little more of that heavy interest and get that wham punch of flavor in there that uh, that you may not get if you don't add those sauces. Definitely a great addition to the plate is having your choice of sauce. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So, uh, Danelle, I do believe you got yourself a uh, an entree in addition to that uh, aforementioned kebab appetizer. What did you get, sir? Yes, yeah, so not too far from what you had, uh, I had the Amadan, Ooh. and that is the fried plantains, angel hair noodles topped with mixed vegetables, fried drumsticks, in-house hot sauce, and tomato stew. Ooh, and those are the sauces, I guess, the tomato stew and the, the hot sauce. Yeah. But yes, I agree with what you said about the chicken. Mine was like perfectly executed mm -hmm. like not too thick of a, a breading uh it was actually really thin and crispy like mm. not not overly oily or anything like i didn't have yeah. grease on my fingers after i ate it same they they know what they're doing man i i don't know i i don't fry chicken myself like when we have fried chicken my wife fries it um <laughs> that's just not something like a dish that I make, mm -hmm. but man, they, they got it down, man. And I don't know who it was that was cooking. Cause Chima wasn't there when I went, uh -huh. uh, but whoever was cooking, I mean, they're up to the level and standard of what Chima would be doing. If she was back there, uh, I didn't notice any drop off in the presentation or the flavor of what I was eating aside from the, the fried chicken again, like this is for someone who 
may not have experienced this before. This is kind of a safe play. Mm. I mean, you've got chicken, mm-hmm. angel hair noodles, like a spaghetti is what it is, a spaghetti. Uh-huh. Um, again, with different seasoning than we, we would be accustomed to. Mm-hmm. Maybe they do use garlic, but it's not as tomato-y. And, I mean, you know, just different spices that they use. Sure. And then the plantains. The plantains aren't wild and crazy. I've had plantains at a few different places before. We yeah. had them at uh, Gusto's Cuban Cafe, which is no longer open. Oh, uh, but yeah. Years back. And sometimes you would go to Gusto's and the plantains would be perfect. And then you'd go back and you'd be like, oh, these aren't the same. Uh-huh. Every time that I go to Chima, these plantains are perfect. Um like not overly sweet. They've got a little crispiness to the outside of them. And it's always nice and warm on the inside when you bite into it. Yeah. I love the plantains, man. Like I could almost eat two sides of plantains when I go there <laughs> and eat like they're, they're really good, man. I, I don't want to sell those short at all. Yeah. If you go to Chima, get the kebabs and the plantains. Like, you know, they are good. So you've got a yes, yes. And like two yes, yeses. Man. Yeah. And. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So so I I I'm, I'm curious about the plantains a little bit more because I I did not have them. So you said they're not too sweet because if you get like a um El Pollo Tote, uh which is over off of uh 50th and Grover area, the you know, the plantains I've I've had them a very sweet plantain trending banana and then I've had plantain which I think is more what I think of as a plantain which is more of a starchy maybe trending potato side of things. So is this trending potato or trending banana plantain? I think there's somewhere in the middle because, you know, you do get that sweet like a banana, but not as sweet as a banana. Ah, yeah. And then the way that they're cut, I mean, it's it's almost like a banana chip, but they're thicker. Yeah. Uh, so they, they resemble more of the, the thickness of a potato. Okay. I think with it being fried... Yeah. Uh, I, I feel like it's more of a potato to me. I mean, taste-wise, yeah, it's more of a banana, but just like the overall consistency of it, yeah. it's more like a potato. Um, but definitely the sweetness is not not too much for like it doesn't blow you away with the sweetness. So sure. you get a it's an even little balance. Um and I think it's more sweet on the outside, and then you bite into it and you get that warm, just like potato-y feeling. Yeah. So I, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I got you. So, so definitely uh, works great as a side. It's not not a dessert item. It's a <laughs> no, no, got you. I, no. Okay. It's not a dessert item. No. Nope. Perfect. So with the fry, you get kind of a crispier outside. Does it still have a little bit of a fluffier interior? Then is it or is it more crispy throughout? No. The, yeah. The inside is more fluffy, uh, like the potato. It's 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 kind of soft. Got like you. if you had a baked potato, like on the yeah. inside, that's kind of what it is. Perfect. Oh, that's awesome, man! Well, yeah, man, cool deal. And there was there's one other thing that came on your plate, right? The spaghetti. The, the spaghetti. The spaghetti. Yes, tell me about the noodles. Like, describe these things to me. So these, well, they're angel hair noodles, but I they cut them or something. You know, they they're not oh. like super long like spaghetti noodles that you would normally be used to. You're not fork twirling this. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, okay. No, <laughs> yeah, they're they're probably like an inch and a half, maybe. I mean, it, they're not very okay. long. Uh, but yeah, man, it's, it's what you would be used to when you would have spaghetti. I mean, there's, uh-huh. it, it's served the same way except for the seasoning. And I don't know what they use to season, but it's just something different and it's, uh-huh. all, it's still served, uh, hot. 
Yeah. Because, you okay. know, sometimes when you go to different places, they have spaghetti, but they serve it cold. Right. But right. this is still hot. Again, it's just when you look at it, you're like, oh, I know what this is. But then when you uh-huh. take a bite, you're like, oh, that's that's not the same. That's <laughs> not exactly what I thought it was going to be. So th- that's yeah. like one of the things. And I talked to Chima, you know, again, years back about that, like, you know, when people come in and they've never had African cuisine before, you know, yeah. what would you like them to know? And, and she said, hey, you know, it's it's kind of the same foods that we eat here in the U.S., but uh-huh. you know, they just use different seasonings so that, you know, they have different things in Africa different plants than we have here in the States. So that, that fried chicken, man, that is like, I've had fried chicken and that is definitely the fried chicken that I've had in my past, like growing up, you know, uh, but it's just, it's just slightly different, man. And it's definitely something that you should try. If you're like, I like to have a safe option, you know, for people, because you never know. You're like, man, what is this? So feel free to ease into it if you go out there. Um, you know, you don't have to take a leap and get like a whole fish with the eyes if you don't, you know, if you don't want. <laughs> you can start right. off with the fried chicken. I will also say uh, they have chicken wings. I was going to get some, but then uh, the waitress said that it would be 20 minutes. And I was like, eh, mm. that's OK. I'll just I'll yeah. just get something else. So uh, they do have chicken wings and French fries there as well. If that's something that you want. Or if you have kids with you who might be kind of picky eaters, uh, you can mm. definitely get them a, a side of French fries if you need. So, yeah, they're, they're taking care of you. That's killer. Dave here, taking a moment to tell you that today we're talking about Chima's African Cuisine, located at 5060 South 107th Street in Omaha. The restaurant is nestled back off of Q Street a bit, but your diligence will be rewarded with flavor. And speaking of flavors, let's get back to the show. I have an additional question on your on your noodles, on your angel oh, hair. Yes, yes. Were they saucy in any way? Was there a sauce, or did yes. you feel that it was... There was. Yeah, oh, okay. It, it's not. Now, don't think again. Don't think Italian spaghetti where there's just a right, bunch right. of ec- excess sauce. There's okay. there's not. It's not far from the rice that you were talking about. Like, OK, like a light coating. Yeah, there's sauce used like and the noodles are red. OK. Oh, they're red. Yeah, yeah. Well, from the cool. sauce, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. That's awesome, though. Yeah, because I, I, I was envisioning uh pasta color, semolina flour or whatever. So so they actually with the sauce on there that it. It gives them a little bit of color, a little bit of pop on yep. that plate. Though. Yep. Okay. It's not super thick, uh, and it's not yeah. runny or anything like that. It's stuck to the noodle. Yeah. So okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, there's very little left after you finish the noodles. And and of course, there was very little left after you got to the plate. I'm sure. Hey, hey, <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> Perfect. Oh my gosh. All right, all right. That sounds awesome. Uh, one, uh, there were actually two things that they were out of on the menu that I didn't get to have. And so this this may need to to be some type of trip back. I, I don't know. On my very, very first trip to Chima's, they had a, a beef patty, um, which is uh, an item that I really like at Caribbean Delights. I love their beef patty so much, flaky pastry um, and interior of delicious meat of your choice or uh, whatever that they have there. And so they they did not have those available on the menu. There must be a mission somewhere to, to try those when I encounter them next. The other thing that they were out of were ablo, the little rice dumplings. And I love them so much at okra. They're 
kind of dense but yet fluffy, sweet, tasty little dumpling. I was like, do you have any? And they were, I was like, oh, no. So, But that's okay because there's plenty on this menu that there I is. did not get a chance to experience. Yeah, exactly. So Now, a little clarification for me. Please. Yes, sir. Now, when you say meat patty. Yes. That's not the meat pot. Uh, yes, same thing. So, oh, okay. yeah. Okay. I, uh, yes. And I may be victim of using the uh, Caribbean Delight menu description. Ah, okay. He, ca- he calls it a beef patty, but it is a flaky pocket crust uh, fully sealed with meat inside of it. Almost yes. like a samosa. Yes, or an empanada or any of those other, you know, delicious pocket sandwiches that different cultures have their own version of. And I, I, I there's a reason people make them because they're delicious. So yes, like, I, I have had them in my experience with Chima, and I believe that you would like them, Dave. Okay, all right. So I've got I've got something to go back and grab amongst <laughs> other things. So, Maybe okay. we should do lunch. Ooh, I we we should, but we still gotta go get Ethiopian at Lalabella too. Uh, so. Yeah. We, Huh, the life of of the diner is is never done in Omaha, which is a good thing. So that, Indeed. that's okay. <laughs> well, speaking of other things eaten, there was one other entree that I got. This was my my second visit this time around, and that was the fufu in light tomato soup. Yes, buddy, <laughs> this is it, man. I I love this so much. I will I will describe this for for the listener. First of all, if you have not had fufu before, first of all, it's fun to say. Yes, what is fufu, Dave? Fufu is pounded yam. And somebody's like, okay, well, pounded yam, is that going to be like some type of like sweet potato, mashed potato type thing? No. Nope. No. When the yam gets pounded and it takes a while to pound this stuff, if you're doing it from straight straight yam... You get a slightly sticky, definitely a little bit stretchy loaf is the way this thing comes out. And I probably got a half pound to a pound of fufu. Yeah. Very, very mild tasting, chewy in a good way, stretchy in a good way. Fufu, pounded yam. Yeah, so visually, think like a ball of dough. Yes. Like yes. a pasty ball of dough. Yeah, that's 100%. If you looked at this, and, and you can head out to the socials, our socials, Fatterday Omaha, check us out. Um, there's a picture of it out there. You're right. If you looked at it, you'd be like, somebody put a little thing of pizza dough on my on my <laughs> you know plate here. Um, but definitely does not taste like pizza dough. Uh, it's no. not, uh, uh, it, it tastes finished. It does not taste raw. But here's the thing. It's exceedingly mild. It yes. has a hint of flavor. And Chima can can get a hold of us if I'm describing this completely incorrectly. The way I think of this is a dumpling for my soup. And let me describe the rest of the dish, and I'll tell you how I ate it. And then somebody can can write into us at fatterdayomaha@gmail.com or contact us on social and be like, "You ate it wrong." But anyway, I got a bowl of light tomato soup, a very thin broth, very very flavorful tomato soup and inside of that tomato soup were three fried chicken legs yes (laughs) yes holy buckets man that's a decent amount of chicken 
And it's so fun because they're in the broth. And then there's a little, I think it's probably a scotch bonnet. It could be a habanero. There's a little extra spicy pepper kind of sitting in there. Um, but it's all, it's all, it's whole. So you can remove it. You can eat it. You can get as dangerous as you want with that. The fried chicken, uh, similar to the, the chicken that Danelle and I were talking, except because it is in the stew, it is a little bit different. It starts to get that light tomato soup all, you know, around and with the outside of that chicken. The nice part is, is because I had it in restaurant, it's not like it got soggy or anything like that. In my notes here, I have a, a, a small uh, addendum or whatever that if you're going to have this dish, I think the first time you have to eat it in or maybe ask them to make sure that the chicken is separate from the soup. And maybe they do that already. I haven't had it to go. Well, I, I will tell you, Dave, it holds up. You know, we, we've talked about... Oh. Uh, food holding up on a travel and yeah where we used to live in south omaha so again uh-huh. uh chima is out on 107th and q we used to right. live at 48th ave and q well okay. 48th avenue and uh there were a couple of occasions where we got it to go because like that's that's like the only thing that my wife I mean, not that she doesn't like anything else, but the fufu and the peanut uh-huh. stew is what she got. Unlike you, she gets the peanut stew. Uh, she okay. loves that so much that that's usually what she orders when we go there. So, uh, yeah, nice. it, it does hold up, though. Oh, good. All right. So that that's cool. I, I'm glad that it does. Awesome. So I've got three chicken legs floating in this huge bowl of light tomato soup in my case. And you can get this with lamb, chicken, or fish. I just opted for the the chicken move. Um, man, I, I bet lamb would be amazing in here. I, I'm not a huge fish guy unless it's sushi. So somebody out there maybe can try the fish besides me and, and enjoy it. But with the fufu, again, it's huge. It's this, you know, half pound or, or pound fluffiness of fufu. And I would take my spoon and I would cut myself a little dumpling-sized piece off of that fufu and get it into that tomato soup, get it all mixed up and whatnot, and just take a bite of that. Or you could do chicken leg with a little bit of that fufu as well. I will say that <laughs> I I made a little bit of... I had like the chicken-eating hand because I was trying to get the, the chicken leg out, and I only had... I think I only had a spoon. So I'm like... <laughs> kind of spooning chicken off of this thing and like i've got the tomato soup hand chicken hand that's holding this so that's what i kept picking up the chicken with and pulling a little bite and then take the spoon and get a little bit of fufu and mix it in there and just eat that eat that all up um i love this dish so much it is it is so good um it does come in a little bit on the pricier side and danelle and i'll talk about this a little bit in the wrap-up it comes in at 21 dollars uh for that that's the three chicken legs the uh, soup, and the fufu. I will say this, and Danelle, if you've experienced this anywhere else in the Omaha area, let me know. I don't know where anywhere else that you can get fufu in Omaha, period. Did they not have it at Okra? I don't think I've seen it at Okra. I've seen Ablo at both, but I'm not sure that Okra that Okra has it. And I, I certainly haven't seen it in in that big, you know, uh, I, I'll say loaf dough ball uh, style. So <laughs> yeah. if... if if okra does have it, I'm going to need to try hers uh, over there at okra as well. But I, I don't believe so. I don't believe so. Okay. I've only been to okra, I think, three times, maybe four at the most. Uh-huh. 
Uh, so I, I don't know. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Well, if somebody else, you know, if, if listeners are, are hearing the sound of our voices and you know another place that you can get Fufu, uh, I, I would love to try it. I, I have no reason to try it elsewhere because this is delicious. But, hey, I, I love trying things. So if somebody knows uh, another place you can give it a shot, I, I would definitely do that. And I'm looking at the okra menu right now, and I don't see fufu. So okay. that that is probably correct. And I, I do have something of note for you, Dave. Yes, sir. Uh, something that you kind of mentioned about the fufu. Yeah. You were eating it incorrectly, sir. Uh, you've been to Lale Bella, so I have. Put the silverware away. Oh, I love this. Put the silverware away. And you just you just pull it apart with your fingers and you dip it, you dunk it. Oh, so I get to make a little bit of a a, a possible mess with my with my food then if I want to. Yeah, yes, sir, yes, sir. And okay. as we again we're talking about before we went live is uh you know TikTok. That's that's something that I've been seeing uh this last year is people getting fufu. They they've been making videos of eating fufu and you know they're just nice. pulling it off and dunking it in and. But yeah, man, you definitely pull it apart with your fingers and get get a little messy. I love it. I love it. That that makes sense. I saw I was being way too too dainty. So so my chicken and light tomato soup hand really needed to meet my fufu hand, and they could have all combined into one thing. Okay, there you go. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you for the correction. So and and as Danelle was alluding to with Lala Bella, um, everything is served on injera bread, uh, which is a sourdough made from the grain teff, and it, it served on a uh, injera. So you rip the injera, and that's that's your silverware, and you grab your food and eat it. And so I'm glad that. Uh, I can get a similar experience, and I have to say, uh, knowing the texture of fufu, that just sounds fun in itself. Just pull apart bread and then, yeah, you know, whack into some into some delicious soup. So good stuff, man. Um, you know, ten out of ten uh, enjoyed this dish. You know, flavor wise, experience wise, and and now obviously I have to go back and eat it the right way uh and then <laughs> do that so waitress should probably go on like he doesn't know what he's doing that's that's okay i i've now only had fufu twice so uh omaha bring me more fufu please uh i, I would love some and, and i will add to the one of the notes that you said as well is you know the the fufu itself there's not a lot of flavor there when you just eat it by itself but that's by design right you're supposed to eat it with the stew yeah with the, they they go hand in hand together so if you if you take a bite of that fufu and you're like oh man this doesn't really taste like anything it, it's it almost reminds you of tofu because it doesn't have a lot on its own but then yeah. when you dunk it into that stew and it's like oh okay i see what they did here yeah it's it's yeah exactly it just really gives me the same feeling of um a dumpling in in soup you know chicken and dumplings that's that's really kind of what this is you have a a fluffy starch in with your stew so you get textural differences and a delicious combination yes sir i hope you've been enjoying our show as danelle and i are talking about chima's african cuisine located at 5060 south 107th street in omaha chima's focuses on west african flavors and brings those flavors to your table Saturday Omaha will be bringing more to you, but we need to head to a break, so hang on to your fork, stay right where you are, and Saturday Omaha will be right back. Stay hungry. Welcome back to Saturday Omaha. 
Dave Zorko here. Danelle and I today are talking about Chima's African Cuisine, located at 5060 South 107th Street in Omaha. We got chicken, we got fufu, and I got full of delicious eats. So let's get to the show here on Saturday Omaha. Uh, Danelle, before we move on to uh, wrapping this episode up on uh, Chima's African Cuisine, any other foods or anything that you wanted to talk about that I, I may have missed in your travel here this time around? You know, that that was all I got this time, but uh, I, I will say I've had a few different things in my time there, and uh, I, I pretty much, I think I, I've liked all of it. You know, I, I did start off a little slower when I first started going there uh-huh. uh, because I wasn't sure about it, and I had actually done some work for Chima back in the day. You know, she, she was very accessible, too. I mean, she was always there sure. doing the cooking, so if you had any questions, you could ask her. Yeah. And it, it, it's one of those family run businesses where her sons would be there helping out and serving and stuff. And yep, I remember that. You know, it's crazy, man, because they're like all <laughs> not this time because I didn't see either one of them there. But uh, the last time I went in, you know, young man's getting grown and stuff and the voices getting deeper and <laughs> just like, man, I just remember when you were like 12, man. And, you, you know, you were in here helping out mom. And now he's like, what else can I get you, sir? but yeah man it's just one of those places where you know don't feel bad about you know being kind of safe and 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 just sticking to something that you kind of know uh that's totally okay to do Mm -hmm. you go there that one time and if you like it then you can experiment a little more as you you know go back my thing here and kind of heading into to our wrap-up you know hooks and hints uh for chima's african cuisine i i mean you know, let's let's talk about some hooks here real quick. Danelle did such a good job making sure to talk about the difference in flavor. There, everything that you eat here is going to have flavor. I know we said yes, the fufu does not itself, but that's because you need to dunk it in the stew and get a cohesive bite, right? It has been said on prior Saturday shows that that certain things like. Uh, dryness is not allowed or whatever i'm gonna say that blandness is not allowed everything even the cabbage that i had was perfectly seasoned and flavorful and there's a lot of care and attention to detail in the the seasoning and flavors of these dishes and you know my my other part of a hook for this restaurant is that again i'm not sure where else you can get fufu in omaha Chima is inviting you to come and, you know, take a take a tour, take a vacation to the continent of Africa with her through her food. Um, they have music playing in there, which is going to kind of bring you there. The uh, interior of the restaurant, I think now more than it ever has prior kind of takes you a little bit out of you know suburban Omaha and, and pulls you into the wonders of Africa there um, and they're they're served on your plate so I think that's gonna be gonna be my my hook Danelle anything that you want to add to the the hook area of our wrap-up here yeah there's so many good things on this menu uh, you know I, I think it might be kind of hard to find something that's not good or that you don't like mm-hmm this is one of those places where you're like, man, okay, you could just like close your eyes and put your finger on the menu somewhere and say, I'll get that. And and you will probably be okay. But yeah, the kebabs, man. You, <laughs> if you like spice, you have to get the kebabs. Okay. And they're only five bucks. So like get the kebabs. 
that that is definitely <laughs> like for me that's that's the hook you you got to get that like you're not getting that anywhere else uh around here so <laughs> I like it. I like it. And, you know, Danelle, you and I had talked a little bit before we got on the microphones, too, about some of the pricing. Um, this is not fast food pricing. Like I said, my my lunch meal was 21 bucks. Uh, so there is a little bit of an investment in flavor, I think, is the way I'm going to describe that. So if, if you're going there, most of the entrees are between 15 and 21. You do get a very satisfying meal. I will tell you, I was not hungry. I I couldn't eat all my fufu, Danelle. It was yeah, <laughs> it was a yeah. lot. If you were to eat all the fufu and drink all the broth and eat all the three chicken legs that I had in there for that twenty one bucks, you're going to be insanely stuffed. Um, the uh, riz au gras poulet at fifteen with the the two chicken legs with rice and cabbage. I did finish all of that. Fifteen, I think, with the way prices are going. Uh, around you know pretty much anywhere is is pretty darn fair. I I actually did a we, we always talk about you know ordering it you know how much would Wendy's be if I was going to order whatever because those prices are you know getting higher right yep so a, a, a three piece meal at KFC is running eight and change and at Popeyes it's like ten and ten and change or nine and change somewhere around there so and this is fifteen but there's heart there's care there's flavors that you're not going to get anywhere else that you know Danelle was talking about here and so it, it is going to cost you a few more dollars but you are getting to take a little bit more of a a vacation to Africa through this food so that was I I, I hope I kind of summed up our conversation all right Danelle uh, in any extra pieces that you'd like to add on to that at all yes so my meal my Amadan was also 15 but as I eat out, well, continue to eat out with these rising costs. Uh, that's about the price of a lot of places that I'm going right now is like 14, mm-hmm. 15 bucks. So, I mean, yeah. it's pretty on par with the local economy, I would say. Um, and as far as the $21, you know, don't let the sticker shock get you because at first I was like, Ooh, that, I don't think that used to be $20 or $21. But uh-huh. first and foremost, my wife craves that meal. There you she go. She craves it. She, she said, I think it's about time to go to China because I need some food. food. <laughs> and, uh, and it's like, yeah, man, like how many places is, is that happening? to her like she's not doing that at right. a fast food restaurant usually and um i will say like the the look of satisfaction on her face and on mm-hmm. my 11 year old's face my 11 year old mm-hmm. said i love fufu and peanuts too and she's mm-hmm. like she's all about it she's like she loved it so much uh she has a thermos and she asked because there was leftovers as you said dave they did not eat uh-huh. it all with my wife and my daughter both eating it they did not finish it oh man and my daughter asked she said can i warm this up and take it in my thermos for lunch at school yeah so pro move yeah so she was she was all about it man she like really really loved that that fufu and peanut stew man so yeah it's 21 dollars. but as we often talk about is there an extra meal here and i say that yes you might be able to get three meals out of this fufu and peanut stew depending on the person you know my daughter's only 11 she doesn't eat a ton but she sure. eats enough for there to you know for her and my wife to eat at dinner and get full and have more and then take it to lunch and i think there was just a little bit left after that but yeah it's it's worth it 
There you go. And that's a perfect way to say that. It's worth it. Um, you know, hopefully if you listen to this conversation that Danelle and I have been having here, the the experience, the the satisfaction of walking out that door and being happy with the meal that you decided to not only spend your money on, but your calories that day, you know, you can you can make decisions to go eat wherever you want. But it's so nice to get something that has heart, soul, flavor, um, something that's a little bit, you know, not available everywhere else, at least in the Omaha area. It's a special meal. It's a delicious meal. And it's something I can understand why why the Danelle Taylor family, you know, might be craving that because there's going to be that time when you're like, man, I got to go have this. And and so it's it's delicious. And Chima's just doing a great job there. And yes. it's it's just an enjoyable meal. So Yes. It, and, and if you're still not sold, let me break it down like this. Again, we we had waters, uh, so we didn't get any drinks that we paid for. But mm-hmm. our before tip our bill was only $44 and that was for three people, two meals go. and one appetizer. It was $44. That's not bad at all, man. You're, no. you're in the, yeah, that's, that's perfect. I, I love it. I love it. So Danelle, anything else you'd like to get out there or shall we uh, shut it down so people can go find Chima's African cuisine yes. and go eat there? Yes. I, I think it's all been said, man. Just get to Chima okay. and, and have some good food. All right. You can't say it any better than that. So I won't. And I will just say that I'm Dave. And I'm Danelle. And we are Fatterday Omaha. And we have been talking about Chima's African Cuisine located at 5060 107th Street. Head to them by by Q. If you know where Blend uh, Food Hall is or the right down the street there, give them a shot. Take that journey to Africa in Omaha and enjoy some excellent flavors. And until we eat again, stay hungry. Our show is recorded and produced by Fatterday Omaha. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, as well as email fatterdayomaha at gmail.com. Thanks for listening and stay hungry.